It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the Concierge for Better Living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. This is Doc Rob, your Concierge for Better Living, here again with another amazing episode on CanvasRadio.com and iHeartRadio. You know, today's guest is uh, Jeff, the 420 chef, and I have to tell you, we've already been talking. We, we jumped right in, so you know, without further ado, let's just jump into the conversation. This is me with uh, Jeff, the 420 chef, talking the love of cannabis and cooking. Yeah, I just moved back from New York to L.A. about two years ago, so I can do what I'm doing full-time. You know, with this cooking, but I pretty much fell into it, you know, and uh, just skyrocketed once I, I guess you could say, found my purpose. So it's it. pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, I got some friends here that want to get, you know, there's chefs that want to get more into the infusions and cooking and, mm-hmm. you know. I, I'm in, unfortunately in Florida. We're very limited. So, yeah. like, if, if I were living in like my other home base, Arizona, or you know, anywhere on the West Coast, most likely, basically, I would also be enjoying that and probably doing some more hands-on stuff with you. But I think we can do some hands-on projects. I've got some projects bub- bubbling in LA area, Malibu. Scottsdale, Vegas, that whole region. So I think we can do some cool events, parties, yeah, and other things together. Definitely. I mean, awesome. I think that'd be amazing. You know, I try to get as many people as I can together, you know, to, to make things happen in this space because at this point we're all pioneers. So if we can all build each other up and it's no skin off our back, it actually helps us, you know, it's you know, by, by helping you, I'm helping me and I'm helping, you know, p- other people in the industry and by introducing people to people like yourself, you know, that would another that would not have access to you that know you like, what you're doing, you know, it's pretty awesome. It sounds like New York mentality, networking, business, you gotta help <laughs> each other, you know. Um, yeah, I mean I, I'm all I lived about for it. the last thirty years, you know. I mean, I was like um, I, I grew up in LA, moved to New York for, you know, the college and everything, built a life there. And then, you know, everything just stopped there. And I, I just came here and, and did this. And it just, you know, I, I stopped. I used to be an executive, um, uh, in the, a marketing executive for a big underwear company. And right. um, I was, you know, in that world for so long. And then all of a sudden, you know, I started cooking for a friend's mom. And I said a bit more about it, you know, a little later when he asked the questions. But, you know, it's just one thing led to the next. Now, all of a sudden, the second I started doing this, the second I, quote unquote, answered the calling, the whole world just opened its arms up to what I'm doing. Incredible. As it's meant to, as it's meant to. So, um, very cool. I'm excited where we were, uh, you know, able to connect today and have you on this podcast. And, um, you know, I, I just think there's so much we can talk about food as medicine, but medicine as food. I mean, that's what people don't realize that this could be a great uh, delivery system through the edibles. But you know, one of the questions that we all always have is consistent dosing, and yeah. of course, and of course, taste. So mm-hmm. I know that you know, you know, Jeff, the 420 chef, which I love, by the way. <laughs> Thank um, you. You know, I think it makes it's really important that you know I, I looked at all different delivery systems. My mom was really sick. We tried a little bit of everything. So, you know, funny low dose like gummies or candies seemed to be the easiest to get her to comply with. Yeah, uh, 
And and people always say, well, what about vaping? I'm like, yeah, she just wasn't into it. But if I gave her a, a caramel or a gummy, and 20 minutes later she was chilling and relaxed and felt better, she really she stopped fighting with me when I gave her those things. You know, she started to yeah. realize it, it it worked, it helped her. So yeah, I mean, you know, edibles are, in, in my opinion, like I I smoke, I kind of have to smoke also because you know I need to try this before I cook with it, so I know what I'm up against. You know, like when I so everything I when I make my butters and oils, I make artisan butters and oils. And those are strain specific. So if I know that, for example, somebody's suffering from pain, I'm going to make a harlequin butter or harlequin oil. And um, I need to be able to, you know, know how that's going to feel before I even make it into the oil and butter. Because, you know, first, it's a very similar feeling, even though it's different. I don't know if they, if I, if you know what that means in a way, but you know, it's like. I know that it's going to, you know, uplift me and I know that it's going to put me in a really great space and take away my pain, you know, when I smoke it, when I eat it, um, it's going to do something very similar. It's going to take a while longer. It's going to creep up on me, you know, and then it's going to, it's going to last for eight hours. So I know that I'm going to be out of pain, you know, but I also know how I'm going to kind of feel. And if it's uplifting, then I'll be in a good mood and energetic all day. And if not, then it's going to be, um, you know, I'll, I'll be more couch locked and I, I, you know, it depends on what I want. So I have to test it all. You know, I think that's really good. I mean, and, and California has some of my, my favorite flower and growers and cultivators right now. It's really, especially the ones, you know, they realize it's medicine and they mm-hmm. adhere to the organic growing practices and no chemicals and try to do it naturally. And yeah. I think that's really important. I, I, and, and like you said, I mean, it, it, you get a good sense of what it's meant to do. Everyone still probably has a little different reaction. They've got to find their own levels or their, yeah. you know, their how much. But that's you know, everyone's like, oh, how much should we take? I'm like, there's really not a unfortunate, definitive answer. I know there's some great companies out there. My friend Mara Gordon at Enzalda, she's working on dosing stuff and clinical data. And there's a couple other people, a lot of people out there doing clinical data. You probably see now in California, people are starting to use that uh, MyCDX, the the testing uh, device to look at certain ratios and terpene profiles. I think we're starting to get smarter about it, but there's a still long way to go. And, and, and that goes right back to the beginning, which is you know, edibles are a great delivery system, but how do we make them palatable, taste good, and also consistent? Yeah. You know, not only in a batch, but multiple batches so that the person using it for medical reasons can get consistent relief or benefit as well. Yeah, very, very true. And, and that's, that's, I think, you know, why, um, you know, people that have it dialed in are the ones that are most successful. And that's, that's you know, one of the things that I can point to for my success is, you know, I've dialed in, dialed down the taste and dialed in the dosing. And I teach people how to do it. I could, I can only cook for so many people, you know, when I do my events. So that doesn't really help a lot of people. But the way, the best way to help a lot of people is to teach them how to do what I do. And I do that through the cookbook and, you know, through things on the podcast and, you know, in the articles that I write and stuff like that. Because people are going to need to know how to do this, especially with what's going on right now in the, you know, um, uh, in the legal government, you know, regulation world, so to speak. I mean, CBD is now going to be illegal starting in January. That's crazy. No, 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 no. It's not going to go that far. But, but yeah, I mean, I definitely believe that we have to really unify and recognize the value of this plant and figure out ways, you know, to utilize it on a day-to-day basis versus yeah. just this recreational basis. I think that it should become, you know, like I've always said, you know, in Florida – um, I'm a big advocate and I, and I love to pursue further, um, 
the use of the raw juicing, the raw mm-hmm. plant, even leaves and salads, and you know, as part of a you know a, a menu um, where the psychoactive you know co- compounds are not the the primary focus, but the other yeah. uh, ancillary, the cannabidiolic acids or the other uh, terpenes mm-hmm. or some of the other flavonoids that may even mm-hmm. be destroyed during heating or cooking yeah, are, yeah. are still beneficial. And and so there's got to be that balance when it comes to cuisine with some of the raw and some of the juice and some of the cooked and some of the butters and and start mm-hmm. to people realize that this is just another vegetable, another herb, yeah. another yeah. you know enhancer to your diet and to your body's nutritional status. So you know, yeah, uh, very very true. You know, and so, um, it's it, I, what I do is since I lose the terpenes in the processing and cooking, I add terpenes back by um, adding in foods that have the same terpenes. So if I'm cooking with a strain that has pine in it, I'm going to uh, maybe make something with basil pesto. So, you know, the basil pesto is pine nuts and basil, and there's pining, There's a lot of pining in there. So, you know, if I'm losing the pining that's coming from the herb itself, I'm still putting pining into the meal through, you know, through another uh, vehicle. But I don't know if you know this or not, but the DEA officially ruled two days ago that hemp oil, CBD hemp oil, is illegal. And um, this goes into effect like January 1st. Well, okay, so, let me clarify that for you, my buddy. Yeah. It's, uh, they didn't rule anything. That was uh, you know, the registry. It's more of an opinion letter. They don't create the law. They don't, they don't make the law. They can only advise or have opinions in this regard. And you know, that's going to be reviewed over the next 30 days. Uh, Hemp Industry Association has already you know, put out their statement. There's been a dozen lawyers' opinion letters for various manufacturers. CBD will not or cannot stay Schedule 1 based on the NIH uh, having patents and medical evidence. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so, I know so, that. So I, I know you know this, but, but, but I don't want to... Uh, you know, propagandize or support the panic right. uh, that this is that yeah. this letter that came out a couple of days ago, and this, this right, article, okay. so we may have whole different news. I'm just saying it's definitely something to be you know aware of, and I and I appreciate mm-hmm. you bringing it up. I think that people need to understand that. The people need to, under, to to unite and organize and, and protect this natural plant that we yeah. already know that it was that it was manipulated. The media manipulated us. It was not harmful. It was used for other purposes, whether it be uh, you know imprisoning minorities or to you know put benefit in other industries. We don't. That's not the focus. But yeah. I don't think that. At this point, with over 29, 31 states with some sort of cannabis law, mm-hmm. I, my personal, and I'll put this on record, is my personal opinion is mm-hmm. this a letter that was brought out a couple of days ago was it was meant to entice fear and shock and, and, and response. Mm-hmm. And then when the new administration comes in, in in a month, they can come back and seem magnanimous by saying, mm-hmm. no, 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 we're going to make it scheduled too. It'll be prescribed by doctors. It's going to be medical. It's going to become available. Mm-hmm. But that's not really the play. We don't want it scheduled. Yeah, we, don't we don't want it. Free. But that's, I think, my, my play is that's their strategy on making it seem like, oh, you're not going to have any of it. Oh, wait, we're going to give you a little bit of a, a nibble here. We're going to be the mm-hmm. nice guys and give you a taste by making it scheduled to, where aren't we so nice to you? And in uh-huh. reality, you're going to see a majority of people celebrating this victory where the majority of the industry and the people that are in the know are going to mm-hmm. be completely appalled and realize it's mm-hmm. just been a, another scam. So no, Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'll tell you, the only... Right. I, I think it would make a lot what you're saying. I, you know, I, I agree could happen, but you know, just from a lot of people I've spoken with in the past couple of days, it's it's this is this is no joke. More importantly, because of this guy Jeff Sessions, who's going to you know the be the, the AG now. Um, it's one of those things that if you have a guy in there who doesn't believe any part of cannabis is good, 
then it may actually play into his narrative and we may have issues. So, you know, I mean, I think it's up to us in the industry to figure out what do we do? You know, we are now on a, the momentum is there in our favor. And more in our favor is the fact that it makes a lot of money for the states. And the Trump administration is going to be all about money. So it's really, you know, how do we prove that this really is something that's going to be a serious, um, not only, you know, for, for the government, a serious moneymaker, because that's really all they're interested in. But how do we protect what we, you know, what we're building and what we're doing to help people with this plan? Uh, you know, it's just it's a very scary thing when they start posturing things and putting even if it's just a recommendation letter and they and, and they are trying to, you know, delegitimize one of the most important compounds that we have, you know, coming from the plant, you know, and it's only because they want to give it to big pharma. They want to give big pharma, you know, the time to develop other terrible things like Marinol. Exactly. Um, you know, no, no, you're right on. You're right on on stage with that. And I, I think it's a pharma play. Like I said, I think the schedule two is the doctor pharma play. Let's take a quick break, and uh, I want to talk to you some more about this as well as California a little bit more in depth. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living, with my guest today, Jeff, the 420 chef. And uh, this has been a great first section. Let, let's uh, take a quick break here on CanvasRadio.com and iHeartRadio. We'll be right back. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. Cannabis legalization efforts are increasing competition for businesses wanting to make it big. In this complex and fast-changing environment, only the savviest will survive. What are you going to do to stay ahead of the game? Enter New Frontier's free platform, Equio, the premier business intelligence, visualization, and marketing platform for the cannabis industry. With Equio, you can stay on top of your store sales, trends, and competition, Better understand your seasonality and broader sales trends? Identify and compare your top products and categories and cross-buying opportunities. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. That's E-Q-U-I-O to sign up now. The power of real-time big data is now in your hands. Run with new... Mindful of sustainable practices and limiting their environmental footprint, Sansal hemp is always grown outdoors, as nature intended. By starting with uniform genetic profiles, Sansal ensures the plant will maintain its optimal performance and yield consistently throughout its life cycle. It is through innovative processes that Sansal is able to achieve pure whole hemp extracts and meet industry requirements and the level of quality desired by many of their customers. Healthy plants... While the feds and state are doing their dance, you still need to transact business and manage your cash. Go professional and let your customers pay with PayQuick. They pay you and they earn rewards points. PayQuick connects to your bank account for free and secures all of your transactions. And with PayQuick, you can pay your producers and processors for free. Plus, it pays to have it because it makes depositing your cash safe and so easy. No cops, no crooks, just compliance and comfort, knowing you have your cannabis business in check with PayQuick. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. Keep your cannabis cravings under control. Feed your mind with CannabisRadio.com. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. Only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living here at Cannabis Radio and iHeartRadio. Today, my guest... 
Jeff, the 420 Chef. We are talking food. We're talking feeling good. We're talking cannabis and a little bit of the regulatory that's going to affect, you know, how we both or how most people operate in this space. And, you know, as I've always said, I believe this is a vegetable, an herb, a food, a plant, and I'd love to be able to grow it in my backyard here in Florida. I think everyone should have the rights to grow a, a certain number of plants for their own consumption. And as I said, always, if you're going to grow a lot of plants and you're going to you know, make products and sell it to others or give it to others, that, that's when you've got to get licensed and there's going to be some standards of quality control that need to be in place. But I think to have a, a few tomatoes in my backyard, a few cucumbers, some kale, some cabbage and maybe some cannabis growing, I think uh, there shouldn't be anyone stopping me from doing that. So uh, that being said, Jeff, the chef, man, you know, um, California, you're out there in LA, one of the more progressive places. I love the food scene out there from a health consumer. Uh, I used to live out there many years ago and, and still love to visit, especially like the farmer's markets all over the, the areas, different days, different cities. And so, so how are you you know, now that California's gone wreck, it's going to make it a lot easier and a lot, you know, more friendly. But so, you we want to introduce cooking or cannabis through food to a variety of people. How are you operating right now, or what? What are some of the highlights of some things you've done lately? Yeah, so I mean, you know, I, I do a lot of events. Mostly, what I've been doing, uh, the events that I do, um, are, are more for PR than anything else. Just getting the word out there about what I do. Um, and, you know, promoting my cookbook. But recently, um, we've got gained a lot of momentum, which is cooking some major meals for dispensaries and showing people that, hey, you can have a great tasting meal that's dosed perfectly for you so you can have a great experience. And they're experiencing, you know, edibles the right way. A lot of people have had really bad experiences in the past with edibles. And, you know, they'll have a brownie. They don't know, you know, number one, uh, even how it's going to make them feel. And the second thing is they don't know whether or not, you know, how potent it's going to be. And they might wake up, you know, three days later and be like, where the hell was I for the past three days? Because they had a 150 milligram brownie and didn't realize it. You know, so people have had, you know, bad experiences in the past. And my whole thing is trying to redeem those people from those experiences by showing them that all you really need is, you know, 10 milligrams of cannabis, give or take, you know, five milligrams here or there you know, uh, of the of THC more, more importantly than anything else, because you can't OD on CBD or, you know, I wouldn't use the word OD, but you can't have too much CBD. Um, it's non-psychoactive, but you can have too much THC and that's what gives people bad experiences. So when they come to a Jeff, the 420 chef dinner party, you know, whether it's private or it's done by dispensary or whatnot, they're experiencing, you know, what, really great cannabis infused edibles can be like and how you can actually have an infused meal and then obviously they can do it themselves you know when they pick up my cookbook and they can just you know learn how to make the light tasting can of butter and can of oil learn how to make artisan can of butters and can of oils with the strains that work for them the best and then learn how to dose properly because they'll understand if they know the percentage of THC going into it that they're starting with when they're done processing their herb to make their butter or oil, there's a lot of loss factor involved. If they if they do it according to my recipe and they use my calculator, they'll know pretty much um, within a milligram or two um, just how potent their uh, can of butter or can of oil is, um, and then they'll know per serving just how much that is. And you know, I teach people how to do that, and I think that's the, that's one of the greater things out there that I can do. I think teaching is great. I, I've been an educator. That's been my career, whether it be for probiotics or other things. I, I think that's really uh, a great passion is to help educate others. Um, do you recommend typically a, a machine um, as far as to make the butters or the oils or more doing it on a – do you have like you know 
I know a lot, there's a, some great uh, machines out there. I had Garen from Magic Butter on my mm-hmm. show recently, and I know there's a the, you know Herbal Infuser. Um, mm-hmm. There's a bunch of you know which I like. You know, I've you know seen people have great products with that. Um, mm-hmm. Is there one that you like, or just just more of like get it done, keep it clean? You know, yeah, know what you're doing. You know- Okay, so I'll tell you, and, and this is, you know, I, I'm not disparaging anything out there in the market because there's a purpose for everything. Um, I will tell you that the biggest issue that I have personally with the machines that are with the, so the machines that are currently in the market, they grind the cannabis into the butter while it's infusing. So when you're done, you're left with a butter or oil that has a lot of keef in it, and you've got to strain that out, and that actually puts a lot of the flavor into the butter or oil, which is not something that I want. So, you know, first I teach people how to take the flavor um, pretty much out of their draw of, of their bud before they even put it into the butter or oil, but also how to use it in a very gentle way through, right, I, I use a French press right now, and that, that gently basically just simmers the bud that doesn't have much of a taste anymore in the butter or oil and then infuses the cannabinoids into the butter or oil. And by t- you putting um, putting your cannabis and butter or oil into a French press and then immersing that into a pot of boiling water, almost like a double boiler, you're really just gently infusing the cannabinoids into your butter or oil instead of grinding the, the, the butt into it. And then, you know, it's just, there's a, there's a lot that that goes into that process that doesn't work for me. Um, there is a new machine coming out called the Levo, which if you go to levooil.com, you can check it out. I've seen um, it, yeah. It yeah, crazy. it's gorgeous. And yeah. you know, I actually um, uh, spoke with the, um, uh, with, the, with the woman who invented it and the founder of the company, a uh, really wonderful woman named Chrissy. And uh, my big concern was, is just, just this another pretty way of doing it the same way that Magical Butter Machine and the Mito Herbal Infuser do it. You know, and both are great machines, you know, depending on, on you know, what you want, but they don't work for me. So uh, she said, well, you know, the only difference is that instead of grinder, you know, I mean, it's, it looks very different, obviously. It's a beautiful yeah. countertop thing. But instead of grinding the bud, there's a gent, there's, um, paddles instead of blades that pretty much, you know, basically it's like infusing it like tea and, you know, sort of mixes it around. And I'm like, that's right. perfect. You know, that that for me is perfect because I don't need the grind. You know, I mean, I, I tell people to do a coarse grind before they um, infuse. And then once they're, you know, infusing, it's just it, it easily infuses into the butter and oil. You don't want keef in your butter or oil because it's going to taste very herbaceous. And you don't want your butter or oil most of the time to right. be herbaceous. You know, sometimes you do. But again, and you want it to be lightly herbaceous because you don't want it to take over the flavor of the food that you're making. I mean, I mean, how many times have you had a brownie that tasted like it was cannabis with, you know, a brown colored cannabis, you know? Oh, no, no, I, I get you. I, I love it. I mean, that's what I'm asking. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I think I've been ex- trying to experiment with those two machines. I'm very interested in trying out that newer one, the Levo. I've been looking yeah. at that a little bit too. It's very sleek looking, but you know, there, there's definitely the old, you know, traditional routes and how to make it very home done and, and simple. And mm-hmm. even the traditional herbalist would just use, you know, uh, grain alcohol or something like that with their leaves and, and get their tinctures just, you know, off of that yeah, simple yeah. method, just letting it macerate over time. And I think that sometimes technology is good and sometimes it's unnecessary to each their own. Um, I, I love, you know, again, the idea of having different infused, you know, herbal butters and oils always as a chef, whether it be rosemary and, you know, uh, or some, or garlic infused or some other ones. Um, you know, I think just having them in your arsenal, in your, in your, in your, fridge your pantry of sorts is, is always a good thing to do to add character and flavor to your your, your food so um but yeah i think the biggest problem they've had is the over you know the over flavoring or the overdosing and um you know i i, I work with a company in arizona i don't know if you try a lot of 
you know, retail edibles or anything like that as well. Just to kind of I do. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah. And one of the things I wanted to mention is that even though you know I, I, I look at different companies and I'm a, you know I like to sample different products for that aftertaste, that acid bite, those different yeah. you, know, you know those different aspects to different edibles, um, you know when you make it at home, you know what's going into it. That's mm-hmm. the other thing, and that, I think that's really important as well. Uh, you know, as much as a lot of these edible companies are touting it as medicine, I still always try to encourage them to use cleaner ingredients, you know, For sure. um, you know, medicine with artificial food dyes doesn't always work, you know, the cat, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's a great reason why people, when they cook at home, they can be more selective with the additional ingredients and what they're using, whether it be a brownie and they want to do it mm-hmm. or non-GMO, gluten-free, you know, whatever, vegan, whatever they want, that's their prerogative and they can make that, you know, that higher quality medicine or end product themselves. So that's really great. Yeah. Yeah, it's something else that I also, you know, teach people to do is, you know, when you're buying your cannabis, if you can buy, it's it's kind of hard in a lot of states right now. But, you know, as we get more um, advanced and the bar is raised, there's a lot of branded cannabis out there that's being put out there you know, by very reputable companies. And it's a really great way to know the medicine that you're buying and to know that that medicine has been tested, its quality, there's a brand name behind it. And, you know, brands like uh, Lola Lola and Marley Naturals and, you know, branded Bud, um, I think, um, is, is, is the way to go if you're going to buy products specifically that you want to use, you know, for anything really. But, you know, for me, for cooking, um, it's really, it's a great thing to do because, number one, you know the potency. They tell you the potency right on the label, which is really important. So if you're making butter or oil, so you can figure out just how, you know, potent your, your edibles are going to be. And then the next thing is, you know, you're getting product that you know is either, you know, is going to be organically grown or it's, you know, grown without pesticides. It's been tested. Uh, it's top, it's, re- it's truly top shelf. It's not just, oh, this is our top shelf, bud. You know, so, you know, as the industry starts to progress and we start to standardize things, um, I think that the brands that are taking great pains to ensure that their product is consistent, has great taste, you know, and everything else that you need, th- those are that's how I suggest people buy cannabis first before, you know, instead of just going to a dispensary and saying, oh, I want that blue dream. Because how do you know it's really blue dream? And how do you know know, what the percentage is? And also, you know, how do you know how it was grown and, you know, what is in that cannabis? I'll give you, here's something really incredible. If you follow my process for making, you know, for curing the uh, cannabis before you actually infuse it into butter and oil. And what I mean by curing is you soak it in distilled water for a couple of days uh, and then you blanch it before you dry it and decarb it. When you're soaking it, the first two days that you're soaking it, you'll see the color of the water will either be a really danky, dark brown, almost black color, or or really gross, dark green, or you know, um, yellow. Anything that's murky and milky, that's not good. And that means your cannabis has a lot of impurities in it. Even though you're, you're, you're taking them out in the soak, that's great, but your cannabis started with impurities in it. But if you're starting with a very pure um, uh, cannabis uh, bud that has been uh, grown properly, cured properly, you know, and, and really is a really um, high-quality bud, when you do this soak, you'll get the chlorophyll leached out into the water, but it'll be like a nicer, clear a clear green or a clear purplish color depending on the strain and then you know oh wow this is actually good stuff but if it's murky and milky then you've got a lot of uh, you got a lot of impurities in there that you've got to get out before you even work with it 
That's great. That's some great tips. You know, I, I, I'm loving hearing all this stuff, especially the purity aspect of it. Let's take a break right now. We're going to come back, wrap up, and, uh, you know, I'd love to get a few more tips, but also tell people where to find you. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living on iHeartRadio and CannabisRadio.com. And my guest today, Jeff, the 420 Chef, will be right back. The Concierge for Better Living will continue in a moment. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the Seed to Sale Show, January 31st and February 1st at the Colorado Convention Center in Denver. Register now at www.seedtosaleshow.com or 888-409-4418. The NCIA See the Sale Show, the largest cannabis business event to be held in Denver, will host over 2,000 cannabis professionals and focus on innovations and technology in cultivation, infused products and extraction, and sales strategies. The show will recognize the best in the industry with the Cannovation and Canatech Awards. Register before January 6th for $100 savings at seedtosaleshow.com. Use the code RADIO15 for an additional 15% off. Plan your experience now for the NCIA Seed to Sale Show, January 31st and February 1st. SeedToSaleShow.com or 888-409-4418. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him, pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Forwarding the cause of legalization and research of the growing cannabis industry one podcast at a time. The Cannabis Radio Network. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the Concierge for Better Living, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back. We're running out of time, but this is a great conversation, Jeff. I think we're going to have to do some events together, do some <laughs> dinner parties in L.A. or in Vegas. I got some ideas already bubbling in my mind. Um, you know, I think there's some really great tips there, and and I I want to, before we break or even before I lose you, I, I know you have a cookbook out that's been very well received and has a bunch of, of good recipes in it. So first, let's talk about the book and then maybe tell me one of your favorite recipes in the book. 
Oh, sure. Yeah. So the book is called The 420 Gourmet, The Elevated Art of Cannabis Cuisine. It's available on Barnes, uh, at Barnes & Noble, on Amazon, at IndieBound, wherever books are sold. And it was uh, published by HarperCollins, which is pretty awesome because it's the first cannabis cookbook to be published by a major publisher. Uh, and they did an amazing job. Uh, the photography is incredible. It was, uh, the, uh, uh, the food was actually uh, photographed by a woman named Leela Sid. Um, whose cookbook, The Kitchen Cookbook, uh, won uh, a James Beard Award. So, you know, it's really, um, it's very sophisticated, high quality. And the thing about the cookbook that sets it apart from any other cannabis cookbook out there is not just the recipes, but within that book, I teach you how to make artisan light tasting can of butter and can of oil, but also I teach you how to dose. So, you know, it gives you the formula to figure out, you know, what your dosing is. If you don't want to go through the whole, you know, math formula that's in the cookbook, all you got to do is go to my website, jeffthe420chef.com, and then click on THC calculator, enter the information into the calculator, and it will tell you um, how, uh, you know, how potent your uh, your butter or oil will be. Uh, And, you know, so those tools are things that nobody else has done before, and I think that's why the cookbook is doing so well, because there's something in there that nobody else has done before. It's not just here's how you cook with weed, but here's like, here's how you do it. Here's why you do it. Here's, you know, these medicinal benefits of it. Here's how you take out the taste or how you lighten the taste or neutralize it to a point where you don't taste it. Um, and then here's how you dose it. So, you know, um, that's, uh, that said, I think, you know, it's been helping a lot of people and I've been getting a lot of letters from people that are just doing really great with it. Um, and, uh, yeah, my favorite recipe in the cookbook, I think is my hazy Thai wings. It's uh, a bestseller at all of my events. Everybody loves them. If you've ever been to Portland and there's a restaurant called Pak Pak, these are very similar to the, uh, Thai street wings that Pak Pak sells, except it's got my own little twist on it. And then it's got cannabis in it. And each wing can be one and a half milligrams. So you can have a plate of, you know, three, four, five wings, you know, and like two hours later, you're like, wow, you know, I'm feeling really great. And just it's crept up on me and I'm doing, you know, really well with it. So and then have three, and, four, five more wings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you got to be careful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, the thing with edibles is, and that this is, you're right. I mean, the thing that uh, is, they, if they taste really good and you don't know that there's cannabis in them or it's very light tasting, you've got to be careful because if, even though each wing is 1.5 milligrams, if you have five wings, okay, fine, you're great. You're at seven and a half milligrams. But if you have 10 wings, then you're at 15 milligrams. And that takes two hours to kick in. You know, any edible pretty much takes between an hour and two to kick in. And um, all of a sudden you'd be like, what? So I make sure to have both infused and non-infused versions of my wings, you know, available to people so they can have a few infused wings and a bunch of non-infused wings, you know, and it works out really well. But uh, all the recipes in the book are phenomenal without cannabis and with cannabis. So you can make virgin items as well as infused items and uh, you can, you can dose however, you know, works best for you. That's great. I think it's real clever. I'm, I'm so grateful that you, you provided all those tools, uh, those guidelines, as well as, you know, uh, a good starting point for people. And, and, and the basics are very key. Uh, it's funny, my buddy, Chef Egg, always, he does cooking videos, and they're very instructional. And his, and his cooking videos always start with reminding people to wash their hands. And yeah. Uh, and I was like, when have you ever seen a cooking show on TV that that tells people wash your hands? They always forget the most basic stuff. And I think some of the most basic stuff when it comes to cannabis-based cooking is is going to make the difference for people's experiences and whether they utilize that as medicine going forward. And some of these conditions require the consumption of a lot of cannabis uh, in, and they got to find ways to get in there, you know. And yeah. so if you can cleverly disguise it or you know make it more 
part of the daily life. It seems less invasive and uh, makes people feel a bit more normal and also provides that healing benefit. So, yeah, um, I mean, I w- people don't realize, you know, you, you can have like, I just, I helped this kid um, uh, in, the na- in this neighborhood here where I live. Um, unfortunately, he passed away a month and a half ago. But um, at the beginning, when he started uh, cannabis treatments, he was doing really well um, and they had very high hopes. And he had a cancer called a neuroblastoma. And unfortunately, he stopped the cannabis because the doctors felt that. The new, the newer um, uh, treatments they were getting him were helping him. And the second they stopped the cannabis, three months later he went back. You know, it reverted and and it was terrible. And he ended up passing away uh, about a month and a half ago. But um, one of his favorite things was my cookies. And you know, I would make him CBD, high CBD cookies with very low THC. And the only reason, you know, for that. Especially when you're treating, you know, helping people with cancer, is you can't do much unless you've got a full program and they're really, uh, you know, ingesting the oil to where they're supposed to. But what you can do is, if it's a little late and you know they're 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 really not doing well in other uh, in other ways, um, what you can do is you can help them with the pain, mitigate the pain. And it was proven that a little bit of CBD before a treatment will. Um, mitigate the pain of uh, treatments, you know, uh, the chemotherapy and infusions and all that other stuff. So, you know, whereas he was going in and experiencing a tremendous amount of pain towards the end before, you know, he was eating the cookies, as soon as he ate the cookie, if he ate a cookie before he had his treatment, um, his pain level was taken down considerably to a point where his mom was like, thank you so much. You know, at least his pain, you know, has been muted significantly. So it's not as bad as it had been before. That's so, great. I mean, that, that, that's the stories I've been hearing and, I, and I've seen firsthand. And, you know, I, I just really am grateful that you're you're helping people out there and educating more on cooking. And, you know, again, that's also why I don't think CBD is going to be scheduled one for, you know, or be taken away from us for all the benefits that cannabis offers. Uh, I really am grateful for you being on the show today. Jeff, the 420 Chef. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for Better Living, CanvasRadio.com, iHeartRadio, signing off for another great episode, wishing you all the best in health and happiness. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.